realms of peril and glory will begin after these short messages. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The Shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. We'd like to thank our patrons, David Pello, Haz Matilda, and LND, for their support in making this series possible. If you'd like to join them, get ad-free listening, bonus shows, and a lot more, then head over to patreon.com slash lightandtragic. Welcome back to Realms of Peril and Glory! We are once again playing The Witch is Dead by Grant Howitt. Uh, our characters, Mogget, Red, and Magpie, previously were on the outskirts of the village, and the villagers were celebrating the death of their mistress. They lit a huge pyre built of hay with her visage on it, and they swore they would exact revenge and collect the eyes of this would-be witch killer who was headed towards this massive fortress in the center of the village. So today I'm playing with Liz Campbell, Hello, I'll be playing Magpie. Beth Eyre. Hi there, I'll be playing Mogget. And of course, Jen Sugden. Hello, I'm playing Red. Fantastic, so let's get started. So, you're on the outskirts of the village. You've discovered this horrible festival that is going on around you, and you are going to get your revenge. Where are we off to next? Well, look, there's this big building. It is in the center of the village. We're going to need to get through. Now, obviously, some of us are, like, better so they can fly, but there are some that I am informed cannot. Maybe they are simply not trying hard enough. Really, I do not know. I mean, I will try if that's what everyone thinks is best. <laughs> <laughs> try to fly. Now, now, look, 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 Marcus. Don't rise to it. You know what it's like. He thinks he's better than us just because he can fly up into the trees, right? But we've got our feet firmly on the ground. <laughs> that is the problem. <laughs> oh, maybe I should try. No, you're right. I shouldn't embarrass myself again. We have valuable skills, right? Okay. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Fine. Magpie can fly. Great. But we can um, sneak stealthily through That's the right. crowds, it's yeah, and, and maybe pick up some intel on the way, because we've both got really good hearing. So we'll be doing that while you'll be showing off that pie. Correct. So, am I right in thinking you guys are going to sneak through the village? Are you going to want to sneak through the revelries or kind of back through the kind of alleyways? You can definitely collect intel if you're wanting to sneak up through the revelries, but it will be safer to go through the alleyways. I think we could use some extra information, but the 
festival festival is quite intimidating. Right, it, it is. Now, I think, like, two things about humans. Like, one, they really like cats, right? Because you're just, like, really cute. Um, I am cute. And there's, yeah. yeah, and there's lots of cats. So, like, a cat being out and about, I think, is, like, people aren't going to pay no mind to that. I see um, what you mean. Whereas you're vermin. Yeah, now, you can go <laughs> one or two ways with me, right? Either people perceive me as verminous and then they try and shoot me, or they're like, oh, wildlife! Um, and they try and get a bit close. Um, so it sort of depends, I think. But I'm wondering whether if I, if you make your way through the crowd and then I'll just have your back, but I'll, I'll sort of keep to the shadows at the edges. Yes, I think that's, that's a good idea. Best for everyone, but if you, Yeah, if you get in trouble, then let's have like a word like for you to call out so I know you're in trouble. I mean, I can like, you know, obviously because, because I can fly because it's, better um i couldn't like you know i flutter on a rooftop i keep an eye out i see if mugged gets by and uh, you know if it's clear for you the vermin to come through i give you a little whistle you know that sounds great fine that's a good idea it's very useful to fly you should really try let's exact this plan so can i get a quick roll from magpie to kind of get on top of the houses can i get a sly roll from red to go and hide and can i get a clever roll from mogget to go into the crowd and start listening and understanding what's happening Oh no, I thought I was being sly. Just could go no, because you're trying to you're trying to understand, right? Oh dear. I got a nine. Nine, on. fantastic. I got an eight. Eight, really good. I got a six. You got a six. Okay. Um. So yeah, Magpie, you absolutely make it up to the up to the rooftops, and you kind of to uh to Red, who kind of leaps over the wall kind of into an alleyway and uh, kind of slinks into the shadows and you kind of let Red know. It's like, no, no, don't go. And you kind of do a signal because there's a the villager walking through and, and Red kind of slides back into the shadows and is not noticed. Mogget, you start walking up through the villagers and oh, what a pretty kitty. And you get some lovely rubs and some chinny scratches. Uh, and you can kind of overhear them saying something about, yes, the Baron's done very well, hasn't he? To the Baron, wonderful, yes. And uh, those sorts of things. He's really looking after us, isn't he? That witch hunter he brought in is just fantastic. And you hear those sorts of things uh, as you go through uh, and not much else. Well, I think, I mean, we're, we're aiming towards the, the fort that you say is at the center. The fortress, center. yes. The yeah. fortress. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, certainly Magpie's going to do a little leading flutter from rooftop to rooftop, as it were, um, trying to lead my friends uh, in the right direction where I've okay, seen the sky go. I will say, Margit, you don't need to roll anything to get up there. I'd say you can pass pretty uh, clearly as a, as a cat because no one's suspicious of a cat walking around on the streets. Be different if the cat had a giant knife in its mouth. So it would be very different, very different circumstances. Um, I'm gonna say, 
if you want to, for you, Red, if you want to kind of slip through the alleyways unnoticed, I'll say you can make a basic roll, and I'm going to say, I don't think this is a mechanic in this game, but I will say you can roll with advantage if Magpie is helping you to kind of go unseen. So roll Sly with advantage, uh, too, and take the best results. I respect that. Just add add some mechanics. Yeah, you know, it's not in the game, but I feel like if you're getting help like that, like, you should be at an advantage. Okay, so I rolled um, a seven. Okay, yeah, I think basic is fine if you're kind of already in the shadows and you've successfully done. So I'll say you could successfully slink up and you find yourself at the fortress and you all meet up kind of at the intersect between the alleyways and kind of past the revelries kind of in this quiet, dark corner of the village. What does the fortress look like? Is there like, is is it open, closed? Roll me a clever check. I'll tell you what you are looking out for. You Obviously, there's some basic things you'll be able to notice, but it's the finer details. Everyone can roll me a clever check if you want for this. Seven. Two. Uh, I rolled five. So some very <laughs> not clever uh, animals. Uh, I will say what you can see magpie from and from your various kind of lookings over. It's a very well fortified building, but you could see there's a few nooks and crannies for you to get into this place. It is open right now, so there is an entranceway kind of over a moat and into the building. Red, you sent up the place and you can tell that the witch hunter seems to have walked up and into the building. Magpie, you notice at the top of the building, the entranceway is a crest with that large eagle shape that you recognize from the dagger. I see it as a challenger. I puff up. So you, you say that there's a like an entrance with a presumably a bridge over a moat. Yeah, bridge over a moat. Yeah. Is that like guarded? Uh, you see, there are some guards stood post. They don't seem to be super aggressive. They're just kind of stood there, kind of guarding. They seem pretty relaxed. They, you can see one of them has a pint, celebrating. They're kind of hiding it behind. Uh, they're kind of watch station, but they're, you know, they're pretty relaxed. They're not expecting any major threats. So we could sneak past them. I could, I would say so. Yeah, I think you could all sneak past the guards if you uh, rolled well enough. I would say yeah, this is I... going to be dangerous, though. Okay. Yes, I'm. I'm going to try and sneak. You're going to sneak past. Um, everyone, roll me. It's dangerous, and if you could roll me a slide check, please. Okay, I got eight. I got five. But I'm a bird, so. You okay. Know. You sorry? What did you get, Moggett? Eight. Eight. Okay. Yeah. So you guys successfully slink up the side of the wall, and you kind of follow each other, kind of around the watch station, kind of behind the guards, and they never notice that you're there. And you get onto the bridge and across, and successfully into the fortress. Magpie, you kind of uh, so you're taking on a point of danger for this. Okay. Um, you are. You kind of flap your wings. <sighs> And you kind of accidentally draw attention to yourself as you go through. You're trying to swoop under to the bridge and you accidentally whack a bit of your wing into uh, the top and you kind of fall to the ground and you're kind of flapping a bit disconcerted. Can I say I got a bit distracted by this big eagle crest that's absolutely clearly yeah. challenging me and yeah, absolutely. my place in the world? I don't, I don't like that bird. So you fall at the feet of the guards who go, oh, oh shoot, oh, get out of here. Ugh. They kind of wave their swords at you. Kind of like, oh, get out of here. Ugh. I, I'll write myself and try and flap out of their sword range, I guess. Absolutely. So you you kind of just quickly, I presume, just hop off back to where you were. Yeah. 
yeah. Fine, okay. Uh, what I'll say now is I, I think you probably can't get in that way, but you could probably fly up and around and find another way into the building and try and meet up with the others. All right, I will, I'll stare at that eagle crest. Go, you win this one, my friend. But next time, victory shall be mine. And I take off and fly over the wall. Roll me a quick check. It'll just basic, simple, 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 simple. At six. Yeah. Fantastic. So, yeah, you meet it. Not rolling great today. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, you, you fly up and you find an entranceway into a window at the top of the tower. Uh, 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 and you find yourself just in a bedroom. Uh, we're going to go over to Mogget and Red. You guys have successfully made your way into the fortress, and you see as you walk in this kind of grand entrance way ahead of you. You've got stairs kind of going up this way, going up that way. You can see a throne in the entrance way where you think the Baron might sit. Well, he obviously thinks a lot of himself, doesn't he, Margaret? Me, check this out. Doesn't he? And he's the one who sent this witch hunter. They were saying in the crowds, and he has all this stuff. All these lovely things, all these lovely weird eagle signs. I'm glad we got in. Didn't need wings after all. <laughs> I know, I know. Actually, that's a good point. Where is Magpie? It's a bit embarrassing, isn't it? I think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it is a bit. You're right, it is a bit. Should we wait for her or...? I think we should try and regroup with the Magpie somehow. We could wait. So I'll say that you kind of, when you looked back, you saw Magpie get distracted by the eagle, fall on their butt outside and get shooed away. And you saw then Magpie flew up to kind of the higher areas of the fortress. Oh. So you know that Magpie's somewhere in the fortress. Right, okay. Well, maybe she'll catch up with us, do you think? If she's higher up, I suppose we could go and look higher up. We have to be careful not to get caught on the way. We do, and I'm not getting caught just because she messed up back there. Yes, that's a fair point. Well, we still need to find where the witch hunter is, so I suppose we should just continue forward carefully, though. Okay, so you guys are sneaking around. Are you going to sniff out the witch hunter, see where he is, or are you going to try and sniff Magpie's scent, see if you can find Magpie? What would you guys on the ground like to do? I'm going to try and sniff for the scent of the person in the cottage. So shall I roll? Yes. Could you please roll me a clever check? Uh, 11. Fantastic. So you sniff around... And you can smell the witch hunters definitely in this space. He's definitely in the fortress. You also smell stronger this time, that magical scent. You are kind of going through the space and you smell the witch hunter scent in some spaces. You can definitely smell like this. This smells like the witch hunter here, but this over here, this other area. Oh, I can smell some magic here. It's not connected to the witch hunter. It seems like there's two scents that you're smelling. Mogget! 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 Yes, put, stop hitting me. Mogget! <laughs> can you see this? Can you see how my... Can you see my ears? They're pricked up. They're up. Oh, they're very pricked. I've never seen yeah. them so pricked. Pr yeah, right. right. That's because I've noticed something, right, with oh. my nose, right? <laughs> with your nose, With yes, my nose, right. right, yes. So there is the smell of the witch hunter. Yes, good. But but also, I can smell the magic smell, but it's separate. Like here, it's I can tell it's two different people. We have two foes. <gasps> so 
So the magic is completely separate from the witch hunter and someone's wandering around whose magic. This is very frightening. Maybe we should run away. No, we should not run away. We should probably probably uh, figure out where that's coming from. If it's a threat. We, we should, but maybe safety in numbers. So I think we should find Magpie, who at this point, like, why has she not appeared yet? It's not very helpful, is it? No, it's not very helpful. Can you, can you smell the magpie? I'll, 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 I'll give it a go. Um, uh, I'll, I'll say with the clever check you did before, you do get the scent for magpie, and you think you could find magpie. I think, I think, um, I think it's a sway. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Magpie, you seem, you very conveniently flown into the bedroom where you can see uh, a large man is sat, is, is lying in bed. And you see. He's sleeping. And this is a very portly gentleman. And you can see this very decadent bedroom that you found yourself in. 
Right, I'll uh, give a little hop around. Uh, is this portly gentleman someone I recognize? Roll me a clever check to see what you can find around you and see if you can recognize this portly gentleman. Four. Four. Uh, no, you you don't recognize this man. Uh, you could probably deduce by having very, very lavish things around them that they are uh, someone of esteem at the very least in this in this area. No, I, I hate to ask, but I would be remiss. When you say lavish, uh, uh, is there anything that you would describe as um, shiny? 100%. Absolutely. Um, you see... Uh, <laughs> I have found the promised land! <laughs> yeah. Um, you see a whole cabinet of brooches and jewelry and gold and... <gasps> Beautiful bronze and everything you could possibly dream of. Right. Okay. I mean, I think Magpie hops around the room, does a quick, you know, a, a reconnaissance, taking this as a serious mission, and then just sees, just sees the cabinet. I'm, I'm going in. I'm, I'm, I'm going in. Oh. I, need, I need you to roll me a sly check to see if you can handle this quietly. Seven. You do notice, okay, what I'll say is you start rustling and clinking in the chains as you pack and it's like, uh, 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 you get so caught up in this shiny uh. and you hear the gentleman next. And he starts to stir, but he doesn't notice you, but he does stir mm. and he seems to be waking up. I mean, I think I'm smart enough to freeze. Yeah, I think, I think you are. But um, also there's, I'm not leaving the cabinet. Roll me another sly check to remain frozen. It's another seven. He does eventually go... <sighs> and fall back asleep. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna find the shiniest brooch I can. <laughs> and I'm trying to get it. <laughs> okay. Um, how are you doing this? Are you going to do this with your beak or are you going to do this unseen hand? Because that'll affect how you're doing what's mm, happening. It's, it's, I mean, it's beak. Yeah. It's beak. Okay. To extract this most beautiful mm -hmm. ruby encrusted, mm -hmm. like glittery, shiny, gorgeous gold brooch. Not so shiny. It is going to be a challenging sly check. And it's dangerous. I've rolled a two. How many points of danger do you have? One. Okay. So you haven't, you haven't even hit that. I see my now um, two points of danger. So you start rustling around and you hear him start to stir again. And you think you're good. And then you rustle around some more and you go, and you drop the brooch and you see this man wakes up and says, shoot, get out of here. Guards, guards. And two guards open the door as you see, Baron, what's happening? Sir, what? Oh, damn, there's a bird. Oh. And they start chewing at you, uh, and I need you to make a... It's up to you. How, how do you want to handle this? Do you want to try and get away from them, or do you want to fight them? I want to go and grab the brooch, Zach. Oh. Oh. Oh, excuse me. I forgot <laughs> that was an option on the table. <laughs> um, okay. Roll me a quick to see if you can quickly grab it and get away. 11. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So these guys are kind of like, oh, sir, this, how did this 
get in here. And you grab this most beautiful brooch <laughs> and you just like take off. Yeah. Out yeah. The, I'm going to presume out the door into the fortress. Yeah. Yeah. Thank just, you. Yeah. Uh, out the door into the fortress and uh, down the hallway, Mogget and Red, you hear this commotion of, oh, there's a bird. What's going on? Oh. And you see just this magpie swoop out, gem encrusted brooch in hand or in beak, just taking towards you. And I presume, Magpie, you land uh, in front of them. Yes, I'll land in front of them, just spit out the brooch. Guys, don't worry. I have solved the mystery of the missing brooch. Don't worry, we have it back. <laughs> I think you have missed the point and that we should run. <laughs> I'll pick up the brooch again. Yeah, Let's fine. Go. You can pick up the brooch. If everyone wants to run, you may roll me a quick check because I'll say the guards are going to come after you, but you're going to be able to outrun them. And I'll say hide if you roll a successful challenging quick check, which is an eight. And um, I uh, rolled nine. Seven. Also seven. I'm going to say both of you are going to take a point of danger, an additional point of danger. <laughs> it is getting dangerous. It is getting very dangerous. I suppose you're running away, but you failed running away, so this isn't dangerous. Never mind. You both cannot take that point of danger. Ignore me. I'm just thinking this through. So I will say, Red, you successfully dart around a corner and they run past you. Mogget, roll me a sly check to look very innocent as a cat here. I've got eight. You succeed. Okay. So they kind of see a cat and they're like, oh, okay, fine. I didn't know someone had a cat. Get, get the bird. Get the bird. And they're kind of chasing the bird. Can you do me a favor? Uh, how, how do you want to handle this? Because you've got these two guards chasing after you. You're flapping down this corridor. What are you going to do? Um, yeah, I'm going to, I'll, I'll flap away. I'm, 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 I've, I've, I've got what I wanted. <laughs> I'll say, roll me another quick to get away, lose these guys, and then regroup. Oh, that's, uh, that's another 11. Amazing. Yep. Amazing. So you just like top speed start flapping down this corridor and like loop up a set of stairs and then flap down another corridor and come down another set of stairs and meet Mogget and Red back up at a corridor that is now empty. Mag Magpie, I'm going to ask you a question and I want you to answer me truthfully. Mm -hmm. Did you mm -hmm. find some jewelry? and take some of it for your own forgetting what we're doing here. Is ah. that what happens? I just, um, I think maybe we might need this though. Why would we yeah. need a bro? Uh, no, I'm just, I'm, I'm just pretty sure we might need it. Like I looked at it and I was like, mm, I'm pretty sure like later we might be like, oh, if only we had that shiny brooch, so I yeah, had to take it. This is the tiara all over again. Uh, I think we needed that too. <laughs> you know, like maybe we didn't, but you don't know. It really had practical applications, has it? No, but it looks so good on me. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, uh, Magpie affixes, I don't know, like pins, pins <laughs> the brooch through like one of her feathers and like just has this Kinda ruby. nestles it in. Like, yeah, in, in her breast, just like this beautiful ruby brooch, far too large, like <laughs> huge, but you know, and heavy, but hey. Hey, look guys, I'm a Robin. <laughs> it's a joke. I think it's a bird like to eat robins, actually. Mm, we've been through this, Mugget. Mm. I'm very hungry. We're wasting so much time. I, I mean, now that we have secured the important um, shiny thing, secured. which was the necessary first step of whatever we were doing, I can't really remember, but, you know, good. We, we need the eyes of the... Wait, 
Was it the eyes of the person that killed? Wait, there's two <gasps> people. The mistress. Yes. yes. There we are. All right. There yes. we oh. are. Oh my god. Right. Okay. So, one. We need the eyes of the person that killed her, but I've identified that there's two people implicated in this murder. Somebody magic, and also someone who smells. So do we need, like, both of their eyes? Hang on, or... I, thought, I thought the magic person... Oh, yes, no, yes. If you need someone who smells, maybe it's Mugget. <laughs> I don't smell, I'm very clean. No, that was me, I am sorry. But, you know... <laughs> I am honest about it, so... Yeah, you, the mushrooms have come back to haunt you. This is a terrible day. Okay, okay, yes, no, we need to get eyes. But you're saying that maybe we need two people's the eyes. The Baron. The two. Baron is magic and scary, maybe. Well, that was the Baron because we heard them say his name. So why don't I go and have a little sniff under his door and try and identify what role he's been playing in this? That yes. sounds a sensible plan. If and only then everyone was as sensible as Red. Thank you. Well, this was important reconnaissance. And I kind of think maybe we should take his eyes anyway, just like in case. Can you roll me a clever check, Red? Uh, a basic or simple clever check says six is all you need to roll. Okay, I rolled a nine. So you got to go up to the Baron's door, thankfully now unguarded, because uh, the guards are off chasing this bejeweled bird. Phantom bird who's stolen a piece of jewelry. The Baron's kind of sat in his room, kind of a bit sad. And uh, you sniff kind of around the door and you pick up his scent and you do think. No, this is a different sense. And Moggett, you remember that the people in the village were saying the witch hunter who the Baron hired in was fantastic, but also responsible for the killing of the witch, not the Baron himself. Yes, the witch hunter is obviously the person who's killed the witch. The Baron's involvement remains to be seen. Right, okay, so just the money, man. Getting all the credit. You see, that's, I mean, that, do you know what I mean? Hey, guys, uh, I know you're saying that the Baron doesn't smell right, but maybe we should go in and investigate. There's a cupboard in there that I think is very interesting, and I need, no. maybe if I just go <laughs> no, back in. No, you are not going back in there. If anyone has to go in there, it'll be me or Red. So... Would you like to follow whatever, which you basically have two options as far as I can tell. Uh, you either follow the magical scent or you follow the smelly scent. Right. Okay, guys. Right. Now, look, we've got two options. Either we follow the scent of the smelly person who was definitely there, who was, is some way implicated in the death, or we follow the magical scent of somebody who's also was there and also implicated in the death, but unsure who is ultimately responsible, whether it's like joint responsibility or maybe it's more of like a 75-25% thing. I don't know, but whose scent do we follow? Mm, I think we should follow the magical scent because I think we need to get those eyes, but... Mm. If something magical is lurking around, it might be able to stop us or frighten us or stop us getting out. So maybe we should assess what's going on there first. Yes. The fluffy idiot has a point. I think we should... Oh, I'm an idiot. I'm the one who spent a huge amount of time we don't have freaking out about a closet. It was important. Anyway, yes, no, I'm agreeing with you. 
I am agreeing with you. Fine, okay. You two want to do the most dangerous thing first. Right, fine, okay, why not? Just remember, not all of us have nine lives, okay? <laughs> that is a cat joke. <laughs> okay, can you uh, roll me a clever check, uh, Red, to, to follow this scent? So I rolled a seven. You are sniffing through the corridors and you're kind of, you know, you're doing a decent job of kind of avoiding guards. It's not a heavily guarded place right now. They're pretty at ease with the festivities going on. There's a lot of goodwill towards the Baron right now. And you arrive at a door and this this door smells intensely magical. And the, the doors kind of open a crack and you can see that there's some lights on, uh, but there's no one in there. Guys, come, come quick, quick, like it, right, yeah, okay. I can smell like this is where we've been brought to. This is the magic smell. And I've got a little peek through the door and there's some lights on, but I can't see anyone's in there. But I can't promise, because obviously I can't see all of it. So maybe just one of us want to sneak in and have a little look, see. Yeah, as much as I don't want to get into any dangerous situation, I think I might be the best sneaker. I agree. Magpie's already made a complete... Well, magpie after themselves. <laughs> yes. Vital reconnaissance. Yes, well, foxes do tend to alarm people in bedrooms, so I suppose I'd better go in. Very good idea. Would you please roll me a sly check to get in there and see what you can find? I have a seven. So you walk in and you see that this is a kind of workshop. Uh, this seems to be uh, the working place of someone very magical. You recognize the jars and bottles filled with all sorts of peculiar pieces for incantations and potions. Uh, and you can see that there's another ancient book, like one that your mistress has, uh, laid open on a work surface above you. Oh, and there's another ancient book, like the one we found before. This is very interesting, but I can't read. Mm, that <laughs> fox can read. Can I dr- You don't see anyone else. No one else in the room. Thankfully. No one Are else. Is there any food in the room? There are some things in jars that you would definitely consider edible. I'd say a couple of newts. Mm, newts are quite nice, but they're not the same as grilled fish. I, come back to the... Oh, just have a little look. Mm, I don't know about pickled. I've never really been into pickled eggs. Mm, funny <laughs> colour. Anyway, book, yes. Um, can I drag this book across the room, mm. through the only partially open door, and back to Fox without getting caught. So, <laughs> the book is on a work surface, so it's up yes. high. So, for you to get it down, you would have to do that cat thing of, like, pushing something off of a table. That's what they're good at, so. Very good at it, so you could certainly do it, um, but you know that if you were to push it down, it would make a sound, and might draw attention. You've done that in the past uh, with your mistress's stuff and pushed it off the table and you know frequently she comes running. So you use that sometimes as a way to get attention is to push something off a table and uh, usually the mistress comes running. So that's kind of where you think you're at with it. You can do it in maybe if you found a clever way to get around that thing making a sound when it drops. But, but there's uh, no one in the room. No one in the room but you know the mistress isn't always in the room when you push things off the table and she comes in because she's heard something fall to the ground and clatter. Maybe I should tell Fox to come in. 
that could certainly work. Or, you know, if you really want to take the book with you, uh, you could find a way to like pad the sound. Maybe you could find a cushion or something. It's up to you. What do you, how do you want to go about it? I think I'll see what Fox can do. Okay. Red, there's no one in here. So I think you should come and have a look at this book. Although it is quite high up. That's okay. I got good jumping paws. Well, we'll see. Okay. And also, I don't need to jump up because I don't know if I mentioned this, but I have this like really cool skill where I can get like a book to read itself <laughs> from far away, Red. Well, I mean, I don't know. I haven't been. I don't, yeah, I don't know if you have to actually touch it. Excellent. Well, this is perfect. <laughs> Magpie, I, I don't mean, think you should be allowed though. Although, what I will say is, it tends to be quite loud. Like, I don't really have any volume control over it. <laughs> Take and you heard long, that. dramatic pauses. Yeah, and you heard that, like, one earlier as well. Like, yeah, I mean, it's it, it can attract a bit of attention. That's a real problem. Perhaps I could sing to cover it up. I, I would say you, you could probably, if you conjured the spell well enough... That is the key thing there. Control the volume. However, if you don't conjure it well enough, it might have unforeseen consequences. I'd say that's where you're at with it. Right, I get, all right. Well, you know what? How bad can it be? Because, you know, somebody went rogue and started stealing, stealing brooches and stuff. So essential brooches. Why don't we give it a go? Yeah, nothing to lose. Can't be as bad as that. Okay, I'm just going to concentrate, like, really hard. So what do I need to roll? You need to roll me a clever check, and it's going to be, uh, for it to read itself, it'll be simple. For it to read itself quietly, I'll say it's basic. I I'm going to stay outside and, like, keep watch at the door. Good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight. Yes. Fantastic. So, <laughs> uh, so the books the starts to clear. <laughs> Any witch looking to remove the effects of another witch's power will conjure this spell. And the book details how a witch might diffuse a witch of their powers to leave them powerless and open to being attacked. Marcus, yes, Red. I think that there has been some shenanigans here. Can you, could you listen, right? Because I'm just like, I'm like, you know, oh, doing my thing, collecting the mushrooms. They, oh, look, is that a badger? Mm. That's mm. me, yes, right? I've noticed. Right, I'm friendly, but I'm a bit distractible. But mm. you, you're a good listener. You often would sit on mistress's lap. She'd give you a little bit of a scratches oh, and you scratch, yeah. and she'd talk to you. And I'm like, you know, she sort of, you know, I'd just, oh, I'd be like, oh, look, look at that bird over there. Um, but you would listen. And I'm just wondering, did she ever mention anyone who might be like a rival witch? Any enemies, any rival yes. witches? Roll me a clever check, uh, basic, Moggett. Ah, uh, I got a six. So you remember, you, you got lots of lovely scratches. And uh, to be honest, most of the time you were pretty wrapped up in scratches. the scratches. Uh, but you did hear your mistress kind of venting about um, there was this conflict between the Baron and the forest tribes. And that's why your mistress was sneaking out at night to kind of help protect the forest, it would seem, from the Baron. She didn't mention a rival witch, but she did mention that the Baron seemed to have very good reason to be angry with her and could very well have brought in a uh, witch to 
sort out his problem. Yeah, so it was hard to always focus on what Mistress was saying because of all the delicious scratches. Yeah, 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 you did make that noise, and I'll be honest, it's very off-button. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's your It just opinion. makes you feel uncomfortable like you're trying to sleep and then you've got that going on. But it's fine. It's well, fine. You understand just... how delicious it was. Yeah, that was one of the sounds you made. And then there'd be all these distracting fish like cream for breakfast and mm. lemon sole for lunch. And mm. I don't know yeah. how she managed to conjure them so delicious. And, and, but... Um, just right, helps, yes. helps me remember. Okay, God, right, okay. She did yes. mention the Baron, the forest tribes, and something about something that happened in the past with the Baron. Mistress never liked the Baron. Now I think about it. So maybe. Yes, I think I think from time to time Mistress was troubled by thoughts of what the Baron might do if if something were to happen or right, right. okay, so so Baron enemy possibly bought in a witch to try and off the mistress because he wanted to get control of us, of the forest people, you know, like, and actually, you know, this has made me really angry, actually. Something that I have seen here today is just, no, I'm going to say it, and I wasn't going to say it, but I'm going to say it. The Baron has taken credit for getting rid of a witch, right, who's our witch and we love her, right, but these people don't know that because I'm sure, you know, there's been a horrible propaganda campaign against her, but he has done nothing to get rid of her. And yet everybody is drinking his good health. And that is claiming the credit for other people's hard work. It's like when Magpie comes into the forest and we collect mushrooms. And then she comes back and pretends that she's like an equal share of that when we've collected the mushrooms. Yes, we do work hard collecting the mushrooms. And you only occasionally eat all of them. Oh, sorry, sorry, I just got very emotional. Then I think it's, you know, I think it's a combination of the murder and the taking credit for people. And I've just got, like, in my stomach, like, the mushroom. They're just, they're just compacted. I think they might be compacted. Compacted? That doesn't sound nice. Do you need to go away for a moment, Ray? I'm going to go outside, but maybe you can, well, just outside the room. But why don't you explain to Magpie where we're off to? Magpie, at that, yep. you hear someone's coming down the corridor with haste. Right, I stop playing with the uh, golden tassel on whatever curtain I've been distracted with. Uh, uh, now somebody, somebody's coming. Somebody's coming. could you make less noise, possibly? I am the warning alarm. You see that it looks like they're about to come into the, the workshop room that Morgan and Red are in. Uh, what would you like to do? Um, I'm going to... Um, don't worry, friends. I shall take care of this, and um, I'm gonna swoop at the person coming. Holy shit! Yeah. Okay. I'm not like I'm not trying to hurt them. I'm just trying to like freak them out, really. Okay. No, no, no. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, roll me a fierce check. I'm gonna say challenging eight. Nope, that's a five. Okay. I would say this is pretty dangerous, so you can take on a yep. danger for me. Uh, you swoop, and the person shoots out and grabs you with their. <laughs> You're in the hand of this woman who has very long talon fingers. 
little yeah. bird. How nice. Uh, Mogget and Red, roll me a sly check. As you hear someone come into the room, uh, you're going to do seven, a basic. Nine. Eleven. Fantastic. You both, as the door opens, you hear someone come in. You hide away. And she comes in. A lovely bird. I could use you. And she drops you on the work surface and snaps her fingers and begins to conjure magic around her. This might very well be the witch who helped kill your mistress. And she has got you trapped in this room. Find out what happens next time on Realms of Peril and Glory. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to The Witch is Dead. So, Beth, can you tell me where everyone can find you? Yeah, you can find me at, at BethAir on Twitter and Beth.air on Instagram. And you can check me out in Wooden Overcoats, wherever podcasts are found. Jen, where can we find you? Oh, you can find me at Jen Sugden. And also, I co-write a show called Victoriosity, which you can find on Twitter at Victoriosity. Liz, where can we find you? Um, well, Zach, you can uh, find me, uh, well, in, in Realms of Peril and Glory. Uh, and um, if you want to hear some of my uh, voice acting, you can find me in a show called No Space for Heroes. Finally, if you want to follow Realms of Peril and Glory, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at RealmsPod. The whole show is available uh, without ads on Patreon, patreon.com slash Light and Tragic. Uh, uh, you can get merch at lightandtragic.com slash shop. You can follow myself personally on Twitter and Instagram at Z-A-C-K-F-G. Zach F-G. Thank you very much. Uh, And thanks so much for listening, guys. We'll see you later. Bye. 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 Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.